Hello everyone and welcome to Holy Trash. And today we're going to be talking about God, the universe, and God as a woman. No. No, that's not it. Take three. Hold on, let me finish chewing this cookie. Today we're going to be um, throwing in the trash the idea that God is interchangeable. No, that's not it. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Holy Trash. I'm Troyell. I'm Ashley Burgess. And I'm Ashley Rice. And today, the belief that we are throwing in the trash is... That God is a man. Let's go. I feel it after midnight. I feel that you can't buy my one. It lingers when we're done. You believe God is a woman. All right, let's talk about it. Ashley, you had this revelation. Ashley B, um, talk about it. Well, well, I grew up as always seeing God as a man or like a lion, because that's how a lot of people describe him. And like every other Christian girl, I saw God as Aslan because I read all the like Chronicles of Narnia book and whatever. And so that's how Aren't I came Christian? Well, okay. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I've always just seen him as like the gender male and as a person or some, si or some kind of object. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a physical being. And because to think of spirit, it was like, well, God and the Holy Spirit are two different people. Like they're the same person, but two different, you know, beings. So you couldn't really view God as a spirit. So right. you had to associate him with something. So he was some sort of being. And then I had this revelation of instead of seeing God as like a person, I saw him more as like, like particles in the wind, kind of like um, Pocahontas, like the wind that comes, the colorful wind that comes and blows around her. Like that's how I began to see him as. And as I saw him that way as like the universe, he became so much closer to me than right. seeing him in that other way. Right. And it made sense of how God could be everywhere because he was the universe. But seeing God as God as it's been portrayed to me, like in church, I used to think that it was like this man standing in each area of the earth, like all over, because that was the only way that God could be everywhere instead of seeing how he, like parts of him are everywhere and like not him fully is in one place. Right. And it opened up my view of... Realizing that God isn't a man. He's actually like the universe and the things around us. Mm. He's within us. I always get that picture of like, <clears throat> just like tiny, tiny particles, like, like molecules, like, mm -hmm. you know, just everywhere. You can't get rid of them. It's just like, and that's, that's how I view God now versus a person, spirit floating in the sky he's like everywhere <laughs> yeah you can't put a gender on that yeah that'll preach 
I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the Bible is, you know, about the Trinity. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, who's to say that the Holy Spirit is a male? Like, mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is the very essence of God that is in everything. Did God even say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I mean, it's in the Bible. But but, I don't... but who said that? Men. <laughs> well, yeah, the only reason they get it like that is because when God, when one of them is introduced, they're introduced as a certain... So, like, when God said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, so then they said the Father and the Son. And then when Jesus came and he's like, and my spirit will be like with your the Holy Spirit, then people gave them that name. So then like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our world has been run by men since the beginning. The people that wrote the Bible were men. They were in a culture that women were, they had no voice at all. They were not even seen, they weren't seen as equals at all. Like these are the people that literally wrote the scriptures yeah like yeah that's our understanding of every book in the bible and not only that the bible that we've come to know was largely influenced and shaped by king james yeah what he thought was acceptable to be in the bible there's so many other books in the bible that aren't in the 66 books of the bible (laughs) that we've come to know so it's like says who that's all i'm saying and then i think it's funny how we (laughs) This is going to sound controversial, but, like, there's that one scripture in the Bible that says, and the Bible was inspired, every word in this book is inspired by God, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the one scripture that every person in the church says, oh, the Bible, the word of God is, the Bible is the word of God, period. It's the literal period. Period. Because a man wrote that in a book. A man wrote. These words are inspired by God. This man could have been on some sort of drug and be like, these words. (laughs) Well, yeah, Hitler thought he was inspired by God. I mean, that's that's religion for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like a man, a man. We based our whole entire like we base our off of that one scripture. Literally, if you really think about it, I mean, I'm just saying. And based off of some men's perception of God. So maybe they just, their perception of him was a man. And so that's how he described them. But we took that on for ourselves. Mm-hmm. They and said thought, well, this is the word of God. Have right. you ever felt, have you <laughs> ever this felt is the like... word of God, then he must be describing himself as a man through these men. But if we all have different perceptions of everything, perceptions, then... <laughs> Perspectives. Perspectives. <laughs> That's not to say that God didn't inspire the Bible or No, right, right. No, but he but did, but he was just that does not make the Bible is not our God. Like Thank Christians you. have yes. made the Bible their God. They literally, literally have. Like, oh, it's not in the Bible? Well that ain't God. Like You're like, why do you do this? Well, because the Bible says <laughs> That's literally trying to contain God. Yeah. Like in that image, that whack image. See, this is only him. This is only who he can be. And outside of that, oh, no. And you know what's funny is he I can't bet be that you good. for that time, 
hearing that revelation of God was really cool. Like, you know what I mean? For that time frame. But like, we're so far beyond that. If we're still relying on that old depiction of God and God's like over here and we can, you know, we have so much more experience, so much more life now than they did back then compared to, I feel like I'm rambling, but <laughs> do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I always, I was last night or was it last night? Yeah. We were talking and I was like, how do we know that the Bible is not just like, I mean, the Bible is just like stories, you know? And so I'm like, what if like one day we're in the Bible? Hmm. That sounds blasphemous, but who are the 12, who are the 12 disciples? Like just people. It's a history book. It's a history book. God needed true. there to and be. And the book of Ashley and your journey with the Lord. That's incredible. That's encouraging. Just <laughs> like the book of John or the book of, you know what I mean? Yeah, these were just normal ass people that were writing down their life. Yeah, and somehow it all came together and was made into the Bible. But what if the Bible's still going? True. Historians are important because even the Book of Revelation was just John's vision. There's so many visions yes. in the Bible of the end. Yes, but we didn't stop the Bible there. Right, we kept going. And so even then, after that initial revelation of the end, yeah. it still goes because... Oh, talk about what you were talking about earlier about how he saw God with like the eyes of fire and stuff. And oh, like in the, in the book of Revelation, I think it is, when John is describing how he sees God and like he tells us that his hair is like white as snow and his eyes are like flames of fire and like all these things... But it was like, that was his perception of God. Like, mm -hmm. him as a person, he, he that's how he described God. But if God is a personal God, then we all see him differently. So the way that John saw God isn't the way that I'm going to see God. And we're over here like, and I know We've that you're right. We've made like a song like, about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And knowing, we know? Knowing no. damn well. We don't know what that means. I'm like, I know. I would be singing it like terrifying. Like, and I know that your eyes are like flames. <laughs> like, low-key scared. Like, what does that even yeah, mean? Yeah, because we don't have words for Jesus, what God looks like. Exactly. Like, he literally had to describe god in terms that made any kind of sense to him like <laughs> yeah and then like even like i don't even feel like god puts himself into a box if you really look at it in the bible like he when he came to elijah he came like he was in the the earthquake he was in the wind he was in he it was him and People just think like, oh, those things were happening, but they weren't like, God was like standing there, wow. like making it happen. It was like, but it was me. Wow. And then even in the reason why, like, um, Moses even, like it wasn't a man standing behind something or like covering himself with something so that Moses wouldn't see him fully. It wasn't a man. It was this thing. It was light. It was something that he wouldn't even be able to explain or contain wow. and so god hid himself you know but then didn't he even say that moses saw god at one point because his face Cause, shined yeah like mm -hmm. it was too bright to even look at what him. would he be like edward like god is edward <laughs> and like when he comes out in the sun he shines and so that's how he made He's you light. know what i mean like yeah 
Oh my goodness. And it's like, the, these are the things that I am, but people just... They can only say their interpretation of what they saw. That's it. Yeah. Everything is an account. Everything is everyone's account of what they experienced or what they saw. And even the talking donkey. That was God too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that guy needed to see to get his attention. So maybe it wasn't even necessarily a talking donkey. It was like the Lord. Like, <gasps> oh, it was him. shoot. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, then you can look back on your life and see where God was. Like, now I don't look back and see, like, no, it was, oh my gosh, that's like the book, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Horse and His Boy. I remember I skipped over that book when I read the series because when I first started it, it was so boring. But then I finally read it when I lived in Mexico. And at the end, like, this kid is orphaned and he's trying to get to this new land. And so, like, all through it, he gets attacked by lions, like, random stuff happens. And he finally gets to the end where he's trying to get to this kingdom, and Aslan's walking alongside him. Um, and he's telling him, he's like, um, well, I was attacked by a lion when I was running here, and he said, that was me. And then he's like, but there was a lion that came and cut this girl, like, his friend, like, clawed her. And he said, that was me. And there was something that she had done in her past that God was trying to teach her something and ended up calling her. And he was like asking him, well, why did you do that? And he was like, well, that's not your story to know. And that's the book of Job. Oh my gosh. It's not our story to know. I wish I would have wrote down that quote, but it's even like crazier than that. It's like, uh, I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) but. Dang, C.S. Lewis was on one. Mm -hmm. Bro. So it was like our perception of who we need him to be in certain times of our life is what he becomes. Yeah. And that's why he has so many different faces. Like, that's why he has so many. So, of course, somebody with limited understanding of God, seeing him in a season where he's pruning you, you're going to have this. This that's why David would like we think of those books in the Bible where one minute they're like cursing God and the next they're praising him because they're going through it and they're seeing God in all these different aspects like and doesn't that make you think too of how like I've been reading things that people think is really new agey but to say that we are God Mm -hmm. but now when I think of it like if God becomes whatever we need like when we're made in his image it wasn't just like he took a part of something and like, oh, like he's like, he became into <sighs> us. Like, I was just going to say something about that. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> the other night I was at Walmart and I was in the parking lot walking to my car and I had this revelation and it was that all this time the church has been, or we've been being told by, you know, like the church or whatever that our whole goal is to get to know God, like get to know God, just get to know God, just become more like God. And all along, God's been saying, get to know yourself. Oh, and yeah, yeah. we've been denying ourselves because yeah. of more of you, yeah, like of me. Yeah, deny your body, deny your pleasures, deny your everything, your thoughts, your heart. And that's why becoming in and tune with yourself like God is so important get to know yourself and you will get to know me like i am in and you. that's what buddhism kind of teaches exactly mm. but people don't want to hear that though because right. yeah 
Love your neighbor as you love yourself. My God has so mm. many different expressions that even other religions are expressing God, but we're completely disregarding them because it doesn't fit into our idea of God. Like, it doesn't fit into our idea of God. Yeah, like we're so afraid of everything. We're so afraid of different religions and going down this like and rabbit hole of That's why they whatever. talk about people are afraid of greatness. They run away from it. You know what I mean? We're so afraid of going away from everything we've ever known because it's one step closer to the great I am. You know, so we'd rather stay here where we can wrap our mind around it. You can't wrap your mind around the universe. You're never going to understand the universe all at once. And that is better to accept than someone telling you, don't ask him questions. Like, it is above your understanding. That's almost like asking your your parents a question and then being like, you don't need to know. That sounds harsh yeah. and like, yeah. you don't love me enough, you don't trust me or whatever. Right. Like people make it seem that God is. We can't question God because you literally can't, un- like your brain would explode. Exactly. Like it's literally for your good. It's not because he's trying to be mean or withhold yeah, from you. It's like you're not meant, you weren't designed like that yet mm-hmm. anyway. Because if you think about, like, the people that struggle the most with, like, certain things, like, whether it be addictions or whatever, it's the people who have a lack of self-awareness and, like, self-love. Yep. And that's why God's, like, doing this thing where he's, like, saying, look inside yourself. Like, stop trying to find me out there somewhere. Yeah. Like, saying, look inside. Like, get to know yourself. Get to Get to know your pain and come to terms with things within yourself yes so there's a universe inside of you there's a literal world inside of you and like so many people are looking for things elsewhere and there's this whole everything you need is already within you Mm. and that's why i think especially in like the western world that satan There's like, there are a lot of things that he uses like to grab our attention, but keeping us busy keeps us from ourselves. And so if he can keep us busy, we'll never go deeper into ourselves to really figure out who we are. I'll take it even one step further. The book I'm reading now, I think the real enemy, like, like, yeah, keeping us busy, but he keeps us busy by keeping us in the future. And I think that's where anxiety comes from. Mm-hmm. The more, the further you weigh, the, if you ask anybody who's having anxiety, it's never about present. It's about it's what will true. happen, mm-hmm. what's not even going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's never about well, right what now. What did happen already? Right. Right. Exactly. Trauma. Mm-hmm. You have to stay present. That's the key. When you stay present, you can focus on the now, on everything that's happening now. Every time you're in the past or you're in the future, you're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. it's deep yes <laughs> but it made me think of because I always say my anxiety started because of the church right and my anxiety was about something that was going to happen in the future but it was something Based that could have 
could be happening now. Like, for instance, I was I had a lot of anxiety about the rapture. Mm. And it was like, yes, that's a future event, but it could happen in the next <laughs> second. It could happen in the, it could happen like oh, yeah. that's where my anxiety Girl. came from. Right. <laughs> the rapture. I grew up hearing about the rapture. Like that's the right? only thing I heard about as far as God, like the rapture and the tribulation and the plagues and the scorpions are oh, the giant God. scorpions and your clothes are gonna be left on the ground. All Is that even children in the Bible? Are gonna be gone? Mm-hmm. No, bro. I mean, <laughs> that your clothes are gonna be there left. There are scriptures that they go off of to make. Like you'll be walking with your friend, and you'll thing. turn, and he'll be gone. Mm. But it doesn't. And that's because he's yeah. he's gone. I'm, he's not, I'm not even gonna get into that right now. Anyway. <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's so suffering is. Self-awareness. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being being present is the key, I'm telling you, to go into what God is doing right now. We're not concerned. It is none of my business what God is doing later, what God is, you know, I mean, we can talk about what God has done, but we need to know what God is doing, what God is saying right now. Mm-hmm. You have to be present for that. Yeah, and that's why, like, there's, like, this whole movement happening of, so, this mindfulness and self-care yes. and meditation. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's uh-huh. not demonic Christians. I mean, it's Christians too, but it's mostly just the world, like everybody. It's mm-hmm. like, that's what God is doing in, in our culture. Now. Wait, are you telling me that God can move through people who aren't Christian? Yeah, girl. But, um, yeah, it totally makes sense. And like the church is so against that movement. But it's like, don't you see? Like, this is what God's doing. And we always the whole point. They don't see it, right? And we always think like, when the Bible says that God will use the foolish things, we always think that it has to be something so crazy or someone so gone that God will use. Instead of saying like, you see the secular world as foolish, so I'm going to use that, Mm -hmm. and you don't even realize it. But that's what's happening. And you think, oh, it's going to come through this other avenue because that's kind of foolish. Like, right. not realizing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, putting God into a box. <laughs> right. It's really cool to be able to interpret scripture backwards. Like everything we've known to believe and then you have a whole new understanding of it. And you're like, that's what he meant when he said. <laughs> like it just comes up like it's crazy. Oh, and the other thing I was going to add was, like, about the whole, like, self-care and, like, meditation, all that movement, kind of, like, shifting us towards ourselves now. I read this uh, tweet where someone was saying that more than ever, like, this generation is putting their, like, mental health first, first, prioritizing it above all. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, interesting, like, Mm -hmm. that we're, we're coming back to really finding out who we are it's because we've seen all the bullshit that yeah. we're tired of like the whole system of yeah. everything whether it be religion or our society with the nine to five job and being underpaid and having all this debt and all this you know like we're just tired of it and we're like we're gonna build a life for ourselves that there has based on the things this. that are important that are mm-hmm. actually important like family and being present and we're not gonna slave away like 
just past to, generations. Yeah. Just to die miserable. We and we all feel that. Whether you're a believer or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all feel that. Like everybody can say truth to that. And then reality sets in and you're like, Well, I have to live though. And <laughs> you go to your nine to five, but like nobody wants that. Yeah. Nobody wants no, that. So many people are turning especially. to the internet and to this online yeah. world of like I can create whatever life I want for myself mm-hmm. if I really want to. If I really and they always life. could. It's just nobody thought they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're literally changing the way things are done. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's crazy. But, um, the Lord knew. He said she's going to be a millennial. <laughs> Hashtag proud millennial. If you're a millennial, this drink that I'm drinking right now is for you. Cheers. <laughs> what can I <laughs> so for those who are listening they can't see what's happening Royal well, and I just cheers our wine glasses and Ashley Bird just only had a water bottle <laughs> none for you Glen Coco I mean that's not that thing at all it's none for you <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like oh, Alright, let's let's it's time. Alright, what are we trashing today, ladies? Well we already said that in the beginning. I know. So we're throwing the f- I don't think we have to summarize it. I think we just have to like do an outro. Yeah. Oh, because we don't have to say again. We're trashing. Yeah, we already said that. God isn't a man. Okay, I thought it was gonna be like a fun thing, like put it in the trash. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Holy Trash Podcast. If you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to our channel, tell your friends about us, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Holy Trash Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, you can email them to us at holytrashpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.